up squad it's maddie aka mads tads on instagram as some of you probably know me better that way i'm so excited you stumbled upon my podcast so i can take you outside the four walls that is soul cycle and into the world beyond the bike former hollywood executive assistant turned master instructor at soul cycle i'm here to tell you all the wild stories that took me on the journey to get to where i am today and hopefully how we're going to get to our next best versions of ourselves stick around it's going to be a wild ride this is mad stads beyond the bike good morning good morning do 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 I feel like that's from Singing in the Rain, but honestly, my memory could serve me wrong. Good morning, good afternoon, happy Monday, 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 just another manic Monday. I feel like I would, I really missed my calling in the riff off scene for Pitch Perfect because I really feel like that I would really crush that. So Anna Kendrick, get at me for Pitch Perfect 4 because that would be great. I would love that feature. (laughs) Anyway, I hope everyone had an amazing week, amazing weekend. I believe this is week 10, week 11, week freaking 100 million of quarantine. But we're doing it. We're doing it. We're showing up to the plate and we're taking swings. And that is truly the secret sauce of the game. Showing up and not quitting. Which is exactly what I'm going to hammer home on this week's podcast, Mad Says Beyond the Bike this week. And it actually sprung from I was driving along and I was talking about the one of the times I was fired from a job. And we were talking about how when you work at a super locked down agency and you get let go for whatever reason, even if it's not you did something wrong or some kind of malice or something like you stole, like there's no, nothing bad. You didn't do anything wrong. They literally make you feel like absolute shit. And this is something that's not talked about and also not being amended. So I forgot how we got on this subject. I think we were talking about graduation, um, we were just talking about like different things in our lives that, that just didn't add up. I'll get back to graduation in a second for all my newly grads of all the things. But I was talking about how when I got let go from one of these jobs, it was on a Monday at like 6 p.m. And I think I've talked about this in a previous podcast, but Literally, I get let go. I can't tell any of my friends. They literally take me over to my desk. I have to like quickly pack up all my stuff and they escort me out of the building like I literally am like an axe murderer. And then when I'm out of the building, I have no access to any of my friends, like can't connect with anybody, couldn't say bye to anybody. It is like the most traumatic fucked up situation I think of adulthood that people don't acknowledge or recognize. So I want to shed some light to it. I don't know if this has happened to anybody else. I surely hope it hasn't, but most likely has. 
I'm like, we talk so much about being human and treating people great and like trying to do our best and like helping people along. And I don't know if this is how they do anymore. I mean, this is a solid six or seven years ago. How does that make sense? <laughs> like you didn't do anything wrong. You're not in trouble, but we're going to let you go and basically escort you out of the building. Like you are in max security prison. <laughs> like, and then I remember very specifically, I think we were talking about fail- failure and, and you know, I'm always talking about failure and being fearless. Those are like my things. Like failure is your highest octane fuel. But I remember it wasn't until I got out into the parking lot in my car and I had a white Jetta at the time, of course, with like tan interior, the basic B car, whatever. It was one of my favorite cars I've ever had until I got someone ran a red light in Boston and decided to total it. Mm, that was fun. Maybe we'll have to talk about that adversity at a different time, but oh, I digress. So I was in the parking lot and I was like sobbing in my car. And I remember, I think I remembered this because I spoke on a podcast last week and it, every time I talk and sit down and think about or tell stories, I remember more. It's like my mom always used to say, I've forgotten half, half the things you'll ever know or something. I don't know. My mom used to say something like kitschy like that. I've, I've forgot half, I forgot, I've forgotten more than you'll ever know. Something like, you know, very momish. Like when you're trying, when they're just trying to be like, <laughs> anyway, I was actually talking to her Gazi actually is her name. She ran track at Harvard and I'm blanking on her podcast right now, but I will plug it on my story in my feed, all that good stuff. But we were talking about massive failure and just what it looks like to show up from that. And I think that's when it brought up like, I really brought up like those moments of like sitting in the parking lot thinking I was a total failure thinking, you know, like this is it. LA is spitting me out. How many times do I have to like fail and fall and whatever? How many times? And like, you know what? It was a pivotal moment because I don't know what, what is ingrained in us that makes us choose choose to stand back up or choose again or choose a higher power or choose to dig our heels in a little bit more. But I would give it all the credit for where I am today because I could have very easily just said, you know what, I'm done. I could have packed up my stuff. I could have drove my car across the country back to Rhode Island and I could have I could have done a lot of things. I could have just got a, a regular job, like doing whatever. And something in me was like, you know what, you should just apply for that desk job at SoulCycle again. Even though everybody thinks you're crazy, even though everybody thinks it's silly because you are where you are and you've worked for who you've worked for. And lo and behold, that little thing inside me that said go for it again was the thing that got me to where I am today. It's that little voice that says like, you're not done yet. You've got a little more in you. Do it one more time. And I relate that to a lot of times when people audition for soul, like they don't get it on the first try. Like a lot of things in life, you're not going to get on the first try. And if you get it on the first try, you're super lucky. But I'd also argue that you worked your ass off for it. I've said that in class a million times, like, gosh, blah, blah, blah. Like you're not lucky. You worked your ass off for it. If you feel good, it's probably because you put in the work and you're just forgetting about the grind that took you to that point. 
I love when I speak on different podcasts or I tell stories or I'm in environments where my brain is being picked at because I truly have forgotten half the things I've done. I'm like, we'll be somewhere and I'm like, oh, I was in that music video. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like my, (laughs) like I forgot so much. It's like, I don't even know the tools that I have in my toolbox. So I think that during this time, we can look at it as something like, oh my God, this is awful. This is the worst thing ever. Like we're actually moving backwards. Like nothing's going to be the same, blah, blah, blah. Or you can flip it on its head and say, I'm going to create a new business. I'm going to create something that can function from anywhere in the world. You know, I write in my journal every single day, work from Wi-Fi anywhere in the world. And here the opportunity is smack in my face and I'm worried about it when really I should be walking into it right through the door. Knock, knock. Here we go. Right now, work from Wi-Fi anywhere in the world. I, Other than, I mean, you know, I can't travel everywhere in the world, but I, I could broadcast from pretty much anywhere. Here it is. It's like the, the universe is saying, look, I'm showing you. I'm giving you this opportunity to test it. It's like test driving. Right now, I feel like driver's ed. Driver's ed, let's test it out. Let's see how you do. <laughs> and... I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job, but right now it's like, again, it's like, it's this narrative. It's this, it's this inner, it's this inner voice inside you. And whether you listen to it or not, that's the difference. The intuitive voice inside you that says, I think this is for me. I really want to do it. I'm really nervous. It's like the, when the voice, when the shout, when the cry becomes louder than your fear of not doing it, that's when shit will actually happen for you. And I relate it to this. I launched a program, Tribe Fearless. It's my mindset um, immersion, my eight-week mindset immersion. I was so excited about it. It's something I've been wanting to get off the ground for ages. And I remember I was talking to someone on the phone and they were like, well, I saw it a million times on your stories and this, but I was, every time I would go to swipe up, I was like, no, that's not for me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why not? And we got on the phone and she joined and I'm so excited because I know it's going to change her life. But it's that little extra of like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to try. What's the, what's the worst that could happen? I say no, I get a no. It's the, it's the same thing with like job applications. You have to apply to hundreds before you get that one. I applied to thousands of assistant jobs in Los Angeles before I landed XIX. Thousands. I was sending hundreds of applications a day. I was on a portal. It was called like entertainmentcareers.net, something. I don't even know if it exists anymore. And I had my resume on there and I sent hundreds a day to every agency, to every, anybody that would take me, like literally. And then when I would get on the interview, I didn't know shit about shit. I didn't know Microsoft Office. I didn't, well, Office I did, but Outlook, they'd be like, are you proficient in Outlook? Yeah. Can you do this? Yeah. It's always a yes, because I know when I get the job, then I can Google it. Then it's Googleable. Then I just have to figure it out. But it's like getting that Yes, having someone believe in you and just putting yourself out there saying, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and I'll figure it out later. But if I get the job, then I can figure it out. That was always my thing. If I get the job, then I'll figure it out later. Same with when I was told at Seoul when I became an instructor, you can't go back to LA, but you can go to Boston, Philly, or Houston. That was my choice. But in my mind, I was like, when I first entered Seoul, I was like, it's, it's okay. I just have to get in and then I can go anywhere I want to go. 
which I don't know if that's true now. And I don't think anybody will ever let me leave Boston, but that's the way my, my brain was always wired. Get in and then, and, and then you can make it and then you can work it, but you just need to get in and what I find so interesting is the is the fear. People are so scared to even just do that one little thing. Just listen to that voice that says, "Do it." Like, go for it. If there's if there's even a slight yearning saying, "I think this is for me," why not put yourself out there? Get told no thousands of times because that one yes could be it. I've said that in class a million times. Hundred hundred no's could just be priming you and prepping you for that one jumbo yes. And then your whole life changes. But you have to get used to hearing the no's, the failures. You have to get used to getting walked out of a building when you haven't done anything wrong and you're mortified and you're sobbing. And I'm talking an an ugly Kim Kardashian cry in your car and, and know that that's not the end for you because it's easy to give up. It's easy to take the easy, like it's easy to take the easy way out. I'm just going to give up. I'll do something that's a little bit beneath me. That's a little bit comfortable and I'll be fine because it's fine and it's good and it looks good and everybody will think I have my shit together and everything will be great, right? I mean, that's really why people, including myself, are afraid to put ourselves out there. What is it going to look like to someone else? I forget who I was listening to, and, and I always think this now, and I, I, and I chuckle, I literally chuckle <laughs> to myself. I forget who said, I want to say end my letter someone, but like, I honestly don't remember. But it's like, if someone's not putting, if it's not a blues, it's had something to do with blue stripes. I want to say it's a mobster movie, but basically $100 bills are blue now. Um, and they have like the blue stripe on them. And so whenever I get nervous and whenever I get scared or I don't want to put myself out there, I'm afraid someone's going to judge me. I always think, Maddie, are they slipping blue stripes in your pocket? Like literally, unless they're paying me, paying me money to do something, why would I care what someone else thinks about what I'm doing or how I'm trying to better myself or how I'm running my life? I can't tell you how many people thought I was so silly for going to work at SoulCycle from a corporate job where I took a massive pay cut and I was like spraying shoes and grouting. I was literally on my hands and knees like grouting the bathrooms at SoulCycle. And those are the same people now. I always say this. The people that think that, that weren't nice, that thought I was crazy, that thought it was so stupid are now the people that are probably like, oh, I'm friends with her. Think about that. Think about that. Nobody wants to be on your team when you're going through the nasty shit, the mud and the failures and the ickiness, but everybody wants to be there for you at at the, at the finish line, at the championship. I always think of like, you know, the NASCAR when you're standing on the, or like the Olympics when it's like the tiered and the person's standing in the middle and everybody's cheering for them. Yes, 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 yes. But nobody wanted to be there through the injuries or the car crashes or any of the bad shit, we just want to hang out in the winner's circle. But in order to get to the winner's circle, you're going to have to go through a lot of bullshit and a lot of scary stuff and a lot of failures and getting escorted out of buildings and having people think you're crazy and getting in screaming fights with your parents in the kitchen because they don't understand that your passion and what ignites your soul is not going to be to sit at a desk for the rest of your life. Maybe that's you, maybe not. I know that was my story. And I distinctly remember that. 
like I, I can close my eyes and I can picture it. I was hell bent on that not happening. And I hear that all the time. I went to school for this. My parents think this, blah, 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 blah. And at some point, at some point, that yearning, that call inside you, like deep in your belly and that little voice that's like, hey, it will start screaming if you do not honor it. If you do not step up to the plate and swing. You miss 100% of the shots you never take. Great quote, right? You miss 100% of the shots you never take. So you might as well start swinging thousands of times, hundreds of applications, putting yourself out there over and over again. I'm so numb to know at this point that it doesn't even phase me. I have no emotional attachment to know because I know that that's just, that's either just prepping me to become stronger and go at it again, or I'm being blocked from something that was not meant for me. And there's another way. There's another thing. There's another layer. There's another level. I truly, truly believe in that. I think of all the different times and all the worst, the worst cases and the worst situations I've been in in my whole entire life. And that just set me up for a new level of me. It's almost like in Mario when you like have to go beat the the boss and it's like, (laughs) I was actually kind of a cheat. I would call my brother in to beat the boss for me so then I could go play the next level, which was pretty awful (laughs) and or pretty clever. I don't know. I don't know what, what business, what that translates to in business personalities, whatever. But I always... I I think of adversity like beating the boss in Mario. Like it's going to be really hard and you might fail a bunch of different times. Like I feel like there were so many scenarios where I had to beat Bowser. Like I had to try to do it 10 times before I figured it out. But I eventually figured it out. We eventually figure it out. When When the want and the yearning is so much louder than than the fear of no and the fear of failure. And that's the tip of the scale. That's truly it. Got hella off tangent, but yeah, that that's just a brain dump, a brain dump on a uh, failure and, and and having to keep continuously showing up. And I talk about that all the time. I mean, that's like my slogan: fearless, and 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 being fearless. And that's not. And I say that over and over, and 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 everybody says that. I don't even know who created that quote, but. It's not the fact that fearless doesn't mean that you're, you're not scared of anything. It just means that you're willing to show up anyway. You're willing to suit up and show up. Like you're willing to play the game. You're willing to jump in the arena. You're willing to put yourself out there. You're willing to apply a hundred times and never hear back. I can't tell you how many brands I reach. People are like, how do you get deals with brands? I've reached out to thousands of brands that literally never, ever, ever reply but then I'll get one. And that's one is better than zero. Just like last week I talked about running. One is better than zero. Two is better than one. And then you just keep working at it. You just keep working at it. And then that comes back to the secret sauce of consistency. Yeah. So I don't know if any of this makes any sense, but I really hope it's resonating. It's just like, I feel like it's just the constant reminder we need that like the more you show up and take a swing at the bat, the the more chances you have of actually making contact with the ball and then like and and knocking it out of the park. If we're talking baseball, which I don't know if that works for you, but it works for me. So 
When you feel like things aren't working, when you feel like you're being told no a million times, and when you feel like you just want to sit in your car in a parking lot and have an ugly Kim Kardashian cry because you just don't know what the fuck to do anymore with your life, I am going to tell you right now and remind you that that is just part of playing the game. It's just part of putting yourself out there and it is just part of of your story. It's just a part of it. And 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 at some point it all just comes together. It just all comes together. Even now with all the the students of all the classes and ages graduating from all the different things like it is a huge bummer that we can't have our pomp and circumstance. I I literally my heart goes out to each and every person because I can't imagine what that would be like to have something like that more or less you're not able to celebrate in the way that you would but the skills and the knowledge and everything is still there and everything you worked for is still there it's just this celebration that cannot happen and I would argue that not having that celebration is actually going to propel you even further and just make you stronger and come out with a little more grit that's what I think And it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I didn't say it doesn't suck. But I think that these tough times in general, this 11th week of COVID, 11 week of quarantine, I don't even know. I honestly don't know. 10, 11, like who who the hell knows? I really hope that it just makes us stronger and grittier and able to dig our heels in and able to step up to the bat and keep swinging because that is what I think life is all about. The more shots you take, the more times you put yourself out there, it can only bring more, 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 more is more. Another thing I say a lot. Lodi, um, I hope that this makes sense. I hope that this, I feel like this was more of a brain dump than like a well-articulated podcast, but I would just consider this like a Mads Tad's go-off, which I've been doing a lot of lately. You know, I haven't really had a schedule. I've just been doing whatever. I miss my bike. I know y'all miss the bike. And uh, we just got to keep on keeping on. We got to keep stepping up. We got to keep doing all the things and trying to find what sparks join us. Do what you can and stay safe. And remember that if you're down in the dumps and you're crying and you feel like you want to give up, that is truly where the breakthrough happens. And I know it's so freaking hard in the moment. And if you had a good cry yesterday because you graduated and you felt like it was this big build up to this thing that was like, and it was such a letdown, I'm telling you that there is going to be something so major, so great on the other side if you just push through it. In the moment, it is so freaking hard. It is so freaking hard. I mean, I was reminded last week in physical agony with my bloody arm, <laughs> like shit happens. I could I could choose to stop running. That could have freaked me out, but I'm not going to stop running just because I got a little bloody arm. You know, we got to keep going just like this week. So yeah, maybe I'll leave you with that. Let's keep on keeping on. I know it's tough. I know there are low days. On those low days, I pray you have someone to call that you can confide in and talk to that lifts your spirit and makes your heart and your soul feel lighter. Truly. I think I'm going to leave you with that. 
I hope some of this has made sense. I hope some of this has resonated. This was more of a brain dump, a go off, a Mads Ted's go off than anything else. But I was just feeling very, I was feeling a lot of feelings this morning, um, waking up and just being like, damn, all right, let's, let's rev it up again. Like start your engines. Um, yeah, so let's do it. Let's go after this week. Let's make it good. Let's make it great. Let's make some accomplishments. Let's put ourselves out there, even though we don't want to, even though it's easier to just close off and stop. We are not going to stop. We are going to keep going, keep on keeping on. And of course, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.